Can Eagles quarterback Gardner Minshew upset the Dallas Cowboys on Christmas Eve with Jalen Hurts potentially out for this game? Other keys to a victory against Dallas coming up on this Wednesday edition of Locked on Eagles. You are Locked on Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. We thank you so much for making Locked On Eagles your first listen each and every day. Welcome in Eagles fans to a Wednesday edition of the show. I'm Louis DiBiase. You can find our podcast Monday through Friday on all podcast platforms. And today's edition of the show is brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. To download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up on the App Store. Our listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code LOCKEDON in all caps, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. In the game store, we are just a few days away from the Eagles. Christmas Eve matchup against the Dallas Cowboys. It is at Saturday, on Saturday at night. I cannot wait for this game. And it really doesn't mean, you know, a whole lot for the Eagles. It means less, or I should say the stakes are a little bit lower since the Eagles took care of business against the Chicago Bears. On Sunday, the Dallas Cowboys got upset by our boy Doug Peterson, Trevor Lawrence, and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, so the Eagles are now three games up for the NFC East lead and the number one seed um, with only three games left. So the Eagles only need one win out of three to clinch the number one seed and the division, or they need a loss from the Dallas Cowboys in one of their final three games to clinch the division. Same thing with Minnesota here um, as we close down the season. So it's an exciting game because you have the opportunity to clinch both of those top spots, but at the same time, the sky isn't falling if they do lose this game because of the flexibility they have created for themselves at 13 and one and the Dallas Cowboys currently at 10 and four it's going to be tougher to win this game, though. You do not have your MVP favorite quarterback in Jalen Hurts, and I absolutely hate that bet online and most of these sports books. Their odds have plummeted for Jalen Hurts when it comes to his chances of winning MVP. I don't know what three games that are not super meaningful, how they impact this decision at all, considering he's been the quarterback of the best team in the league. He's been number one in pretty much every passing and rushing category throughout the majority of the season. I mean, it doesn't make much sense why these final three games would impact it that much, but regardless of the fact, Jalen Hurts probably going to miss this game on Saturday against the Dallas Cowboys, and that will hurt his uh, chances of winning MVP. But, and it, like I said, it's going to hurt their chances of winning this game, but I still think that Gardner Minshew, can win this football game for the birds at Jerry world. Nick Sirianni did not rule out that Jalen hurts could play, but I think it's going to be Minshew. Look, if Dallas won on Sunday, they beat the Jaguars or if the Eagles found a way to, you know, get upset by the Chicago bears, I think Jalen hurts would play. But again, you know, that outcome on Sunday created some flexibility where I think they can play with Minshew hope for the best. They still have a good chance of winning and if they still lose this game, you have two more weeks to lock up that top seed in the division. And I think Jalen Hurts at that point would come back against the New Orleans Saints. But they have some flexibility, and I still really believe that Minshew can pull this off, and, and he can beat the Cowboys. He can pull off a, a Jeff Garcia from 2006 or a Mark Sanchez, if you will, from 2014. There's been Eagles backups in the past that have upset the Cowboys in uh, high-stakes 
end of the season type of matchup. Uh, Gardner Minshew, I think, can do it. I mean, we saw how good he was in that one start last year against the New York Jets. We've seen him flash in certain spots with the Jacksonville Jaguars. And hey, you got to ask the question, is there a backup in the NFL that could be walking into a more ideal situation than Gardner Minshew to succeed, right? I mean, he's walking into a well-oiled machine that has, I think, maybe the best group of weapons in the league, the best offensive line, one of the best running backs. Uh, You look at the defense right now, it's the best pass rush. It's the best turnover-forcing unit. Um, Two linebackers that are dominating, the best cornerback duo in the league, the deepest defensive line. I mean, if you're a backup quarterback, this is as good an opportunity to succeed as any, right? I mean, yes, Brock Purdy's having success with the San Francisco 49ers, and even Cooper Rush had success with the Dallas Cowboys earlier this year. Um, They have good rosters as well, but I think Gardner Minshew is walking into maybe the best situation in football, kind of like Nick Foles did in 2017, right? I mean, Nick Foles came into a team that was number one in the NFL. They were the top seed in the NFC. He had Alshon Jeffrey cooking and Nelson Aguilar and Zach Ertz and Jay Ajayi, and they were also a top-tier offensive line, and their defense was just as good. It's not ideal to be missing your MVP quarterback as they were then, as they are now, but I think Minshew, with the weapons around him, with the support system he has, can absolutely beat the Dallas Cowboys. And kind of like Nick Foles, Minshew has the ability to get hot compared to the majority of backups across the NFL. Like This isn't your typical conservative backup that you know, you just have to scrap every aggressive play call that you have and just, you know, hope for the best, right, to score 17 points and then just hope your defense saves you. I don't think that's this. You know, the Eagles have invested in backups that are not that, right? There are a lot of teams out there when they lose their quarterback, it's over. But the Eagles have created a situation where their backups have a lot of starting experience. They have certain physical traits that help them not, kill this team when they step on the field. Gardner Minshew isn't your conservative backup that can't make plays. He can scramble outside the pocket. I think he's very accurate. His arm strength isn't nearly as good as Jalen Hurts's, but he is aggressive as well. He'll take shots down the field. You saw that last year with that deep touchdown against New York to Dallas Goddard. So I think Minshew has a chance. And you know, are they should they be favored on the road against Dallas with Minshew? Probably not, especially considering I think feel like this game is more important for the Cowboys than it is for the Eagles. But I think Minshew can do it. And you got to remember too, I really believe in this coaching staff. I think this coaching staff has shown they maximize the strengths of their players. They mold their scheme around what their players do best. And it's very similar, like I said, to 2017, where Frank Reich and Doug Peterson, they saw Nick Foles struggling. And what did they do? They threw the entire playbook out and said, you know, this isn't Carson Wentz. What did Nick Foles do well in 2013 with Chip Kelly? RPOs, a lot of quick rhythm throws. Just let him get a feel for the game and not overthink and go through three, four, five reads on a play. Keep it simple for Foles, who's a very rhythm-centric quarterback. And they won a Super Bowl. Obviously, you know, Minshew's only going to play for a week or two, so you're not going to scrap the entire offense. But at the same time, I think this coaching staff is going to know the difference between Jalen Hurts and Gardner Minshew, and they're going to maximize this offense to his strengths. I think you should expect a lot more play action passes, quick rhythm passing, again, similar to what they did with Nick Foles. I think you're also going to rely on the run a lot more with Miles Sanders and this offensive line. Um, I think it's why pass backups have also had success because the Eagles coaches, Nick Sirianni, Doug Peterson, you know, Andy Reid, even going back with Michael Vick and Kevin Cobb in 2010, 
very stylistically different quarterbacks that both had success that year and won football games for that team. The coaches have been able to know what that quarterback does best compared to their starter and maximize that. And I think that's been a huge part of it. So I trust that Minshew is a top-tier backup. This is a top-tier roster. This is a coaching staff that knows how to game plan regardless of who they're playing with what kind of personnel they have. And I trust that they can get a win on Saturday. Am I predicting it? No, but I think uh, there's a really good chance that Minshew Mania could take over Jerry World. And what an awesome story that would be on Christmas Eve with the passing of Mike Leach, right? Gardner Minshew was, you know, at the funeral the other day, you know, obviously a huge role model for him, coaching him at um, in the Pac-12, so uh, at Washington State. So, you know, obviously it's a fun storyline and let's hope that Minshew can lock up the one seed for the Eagles against the Dallas Cowboys. Guys, we'll continue to get into this backup talk coming up next. I have some more thoughts that I want to get into, but first, a shout out to one of our sponsors. Today's episode of the Lockdown Eagles podcast is brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. I'm really geeked out about our new partners of today's show, the mobile game Ultimate Football GM. Ever dreamed of becoming an NFL GM and managing your football franchise? Well, your dream can come true, and this game is definitely for you. Manage every strategic aspect of your team, play through the season, and lead your team to glory. You're responsible for hiring the right coaches and coordinators, trading players, making draft picks, navigating through your franchise, um, free agency, and the draft, and all the ups and downs of a season. All this in a challenging and realistic game world. Ultimate Football GM is completely free and playable offline. Play on the go as you want, when you want to. Add your experience to this game as well. You know, playing with Madden and fantasy. Uh, you know, bring in your friends. We've been doing that with the Lockdown NFL hosts. We have our own league and we're trash talking in group chats. It's really awesome. Uh, Lockdown Eagles listeners can get a 100% free boost to their franchise when they use the promo code locked on in the game store. That's locked on. So make sure to check it out today to download the game, visit ultimate GM.com or look it up on the app store. That's ultimate GM.com ultimate football GM start your dynasty today. I'm Louis DiBiase. We thank you so much for making Locked On Eagles your first listen each and every day. Make sure your second listen is the locked on sports today podcast. All of the news across the league in under 30 minutes free and available wherever you get your podcasts. And guys, I also want to say today's episode of Lockdown Eagles is presented by Audible. Audible is releasing a slate of new football podcasts that we're sure you're going to love. That's why you're going to be able to find an episode from the league available as a bonus episode on Lockdown NFL. It's narrated by Super Bowl champion and legendary smack talker Richard Sherman and sports broadcaster and rising star Taylor Rooks. The league is an eight-part docuseries about the most bizarre, inspirational, and unlikely stories connected to America's favorite sport, pro football. You don't want to miss these untold stories spanning from the 1940s through the present. Our bonus episode is called The We of the Cowboy, and it's the incredible story of how the 1977 Dallas Cowboys brought in Bruce Lee's protege to teach their defense martial arts, ushering in a new approach to the way the league was trained. Each story offers equal parts of history, entertainment, and social commentary. Head over to Lockdown NFL podcast for a bonus episode of the league or catch the full series wherever you get your podcast available now audible get in the game all right guys I want to continue to talk about the backup quarterback position for the Eagles Gardner Minshew is starting this Saturday most likely it hasn't been official and Nick Sirianni said he wouldn't put it past Jalen Hurts that his body heals differently than the normal person and that he wouldn't be surprised you know if Hurts played, but at the same time, I think it's likely considering the flexibility the Eagles have at 13 and one, 
only needing one win to wrap up the division and the top seed in the NFC, that they'll try to win this game with Gardner Minshew. I think Minshew is going to start. And it's crazy that, yet again, the Eagles need their backup quarterback. It's crazy, but not surprising how often the Eagles have used their backups, even throughout my lifetime and even before that, dating back to the 80s and the 1990s. Eagles fans are very accustomed to QB2, right? And sometimes they're the fan favorite. Uh, You know, that's definitely been the case a lot of times throughout history. Nick Foles and Michael Vick and, you know, Jim McMahon, even going back to the 90s, Jeff Garcia and AJ Feely. Listen to this, actually. Over, I did this research the other day just because I was curious. I thought about how many backups the Eagles have used. In 92, so listen to this. In the last 20 years, the Eagles have played a game with a quarterback that didn't start the season as the starter. 92 games in the last 20 years, they've started a quarterback that didn't start the season week one under center. They are 50 and 42 in those games. So in 92 games in the last two decades with a, you know, a backup that at least started the season as a backup, they're eight games over 500. I mean, that's pretty incredible considering we've seen so many teams throughout history. When they lose their quarterback, they're done. Sometimes they're the worst team in the league. They could go from a playoff team, a championship contender. Look at the Indianapolis Colts back when they didn't have Peyton Manning. They went from a Super Bowl contender to a team that was picking first overall, taking Andrew Luck. But the Eagles have managed to be eight games over 500 without their starting quarterback. It's pretty incredible. And, you know, some of it is a backup that won the job, right? It has to do with instability of, your QB1 wasn't really a true QB1, right? So like the, the stats, this record also puts into effect like Michael Vick in 2010. Like Michael Vick taking over for Kevin Cobb counted, right? So Vick took over for an unproven QB1. And the same thing happened with, you know, this record also, you know, takes into account Nick Foles back in 2013, taking over for Michael Vick. But at the same time, a lot of these starts and most of them came from injuries, right? From McNabb going down, from, you know, Nick Foles going down, Carson Wentz, Michael Vick, um, Jalen Hurts, because Gardner Minshew won a game last year. You know, Hurts was one of the ba- those backups winning a game against New Orleans. It-, it is crazy that they have needed their backups so often, but at the same time, not surprising because the Philadelphia Eagles, they love mobile quarterbacks. Randall Cunningham, Donovan McNabb, Michael Vick, Carson Wentz, Jalen Hurts. Ironically, the slowest quarterback won them a championship in Nick Foles, but that's what they want. And that's what I want. And I think that's what the majority of the NFL wants now. So you have to be willing to risk it. Those guys are just more prone to get injured, right? They run the football. They're going to take more hits and that you just, it's a higher risk, higher reward, but the NFL, most of them are willing to bet on that kind of player. And I'm not, and you know, I I said it's ironic that Nick Foles is the one that won them the title because I'm not of the belief that mobile quarterbacks don't win championships. I've seen the take on Twitter the last few days, like, see, this is why pocket passers are still the thing. Although mobile quarterbacks are the new, you know, sexy toy in the NFL, pocket passers win, they stay healthy. You know, they're who win the rings. And although that's true throughout the history of the league, I don't believe it's because a, a, a mobile quarterback isn't what gets the job done. Like, yes, they get hurt more, but I think the reason mobile quarterbacks haven't won the Super Bowl a lot is because there simply haven't been that many of them throughout the history of this league, and especially elite ones that are also elite passers. That's the thing is, like, you look back even in the early 2000s, a lot of those mobile quarterbacks, they didn't have the passing ability of Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes or 
Jalen Hurts, right? Or Lamar Jackson. You look at Michael Vick back with the Atlanta Falcons. He wasn't a finished product in the passing game at all. His mobility wasn't holding the team back from winning a title. It was his passing ability. Same with even Randall Cunningham until he finally went to Minnesota and figured it out inside the pocket. Like them being able to run and extend plays and elevate a team. That's not a reason you're not winning a championship. I just, I don't think there were nearly as many elite mobile and passing quarterbacks that there are now. I mean, look how many guys there are in the league today. One of them is going to win one. Look at all the top teams in the league. Mahomes, Allen, even Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, you know, Jalen Hurts, um, Dak Prescott's going to be in it. You look at just the, the the young players too, Trevor Lawrence that's coming up and Justin Fields. Uh, these guys are going to win titles. So it's going to happen. I just think the vast majority of quarterbacks back then were not scramblers. I think the majority of of quarterbacks now are scramblers. So you've still had Russell Wilson win one and Patrick Mahomes, Cam Newton went to a Super Bowl. Josh Allen's been knocking on the door. Like this is just par for the course. Um, I think this is the reality of the NFL now. And I don't think like, you know, Jalen Hurts' injury proves anything about this style of player. Past title winners prove it either. You're going to see that these players are capable of winning championships. It's a title recipe to have your quarterback be an elite passer and be able to run. Being able to run is not a bad thing. It, it is a tremendous positive. We've always said, you just don't want a guy that can only run. Just like you don't want a guy that can only pass. Pocket passers that can't escape, to me, they're just as injury prone because they're sitting ducks back there and they're going to take even more awkward shots that's not in the open field that they can't control and slide because of the pocket and all these guys are falling on them. So I don't think this really, yes, are they more prone to injuries? Probably, but I don't think think this shows like this is why you need a pocket passer. I love that. Although the Eagles have needed their backups a lot. I love that they continue to try this style of quarterback, even in 2016, They wanted to have Carson Wentz over Jared Goff. And why was that? Obviously a big arm, but I think the mobility was a huge deciding factor in that. And it's a huge part of why I became a Philadelphia Eagles fan. All right, guys, I want to talk about some more keys to a victory against Dallas on Saturday. Coming up next right here on Locked on Eagles in today's episode is sponsored by Total Wine and More. This holiday, find what you love at Total Wine and More. With so many great bottles to choose from, it's easy to find a new favorite, single barrel bourbon, or the perfect gift for everyone in your list with some help from a friendly guide. And all with the confidence of knowing you found something special for the lowest price. Love what you find only at Total Wine and More. Curbside pickup and delivery is available in most areas. Visit TotalWine.com to learn more. Spirits not sold in Virginia and North Carolina. Drink responsibly and be 21. All right, guys, we're wrapping up this Wednesday edition of Locked on Eagles. Gardner Minshew probably starting on Saturday night against the Dallas Cowboys on Christmas Eve. So obviously, you know, we need the run game to help the Eagles a lot more. I mean, it already has been, but it's going to have to step up even more on Saturday. So are the weapons, Devontae Smith, A.J. Brown, Dallas Goddard activated from IR. He's going to play. We saw the connection between him and Minshew last year against the Jets. That's going to be an important connection to have that safety blanket over the middle. It's always been a huge, huge um, luxury to have for backups to have an elite tight end. So Dallas Goddard coming back is going to be big for Minshew. But I think there's more keys to this game as well that doesn't have to do with the Eagles offense. On the other side of the football, I think although this time, compared to last game when they played Cooper Rush, although they're playing a much better quarterback in Dak Prescott, the strategy and the focus should still be the same. Stop the run. You contain Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard. 
I think you're winning this football game, right? Dak Prescott, obviously a bigger threat to push the football down the field to CeeDee Lamb and to scramble outside the pocket. But the passing game of the Dallas Cowboys has been shaky. Like they're putting up numbers, but Dak Prescott has nine starts and he has 11 interceptions this year. He actually has the highest interception percentage in the entire NFL. In the last four games, he has seven interceptions. Three of those games, he's had at least two. So Dak Prescott, I think there's an opportunity on a Saturday for Darius Slay to make some turnovers. Same with James Bradbury. Same with your safeties. Marcus Epps, uh, Kavon Wallace, if Reed Blankenship is going to play, um, your pass rush. I think getting to Dak Prescott, it, it could lead to some turnovers. It's happened a lot this year. He doesn't, you look at their passing game, outside of CeeDee Lamb, what do they have? I mean, Michael Gallup's been a shell of who he used to be, and they don't have a single dynamic threat after those two at tight end, at, at wide receiver. You guys know I was a big Jake Ferguson guy this past you know draft process, but you know outside of CeeDee Lamb, you lock up CeeDee Lamb, I'm not really scared about their passing attack. I'm more concerned about stopping Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott. If you do that and you force them to be one-dimensional and have to push the football down the field, I think you could win this game. The Dallas Cowboys better hope they don't lose to Gardner Minshew, though, because they've been saying all year that, oh, you know, the Eagles beat the Dallas Cowboys, but you beat Cooper Rush. Well, okay, here's your opportunity to play a backup. Since you've been saying that all year, you better not lose to Minshew because then it's going to look even more embarrassing. You've been trying to downplay the Eagles win against Dallas on Sunday Night Football. Well, here's your turn to beat that backup. If you don't, it's going to look uh, it's going to look pretty embarrassing for you. But we've got more on this game on Saturday. Tomorrow, crossover Thursday with Gino Camilleri of Locked On Eagles and Marcus Mosher of Locked On Cowboys. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast Monday through Friday. we got a show for you on all platforms and on YouTube as well. Guys, make sure you also hit us up on Twitter. We're always talking birds on the show at DBSLOE, at Locked On Birds, and Gino is on Twitter at GC24 underscore football. Thank you always for making Locked On Eagles your first listen each and every day. Make sure your second listen. The Locked On Sports Today podcast with Peter Bukowski. He goes across the world of sports in under 30 minutes with all of our Locked On experts getting you the take of the day, um, you know, standing updates, news, breaking news, opinions, everything on all podcast platforms. As always, thank you for downloading Locked On Eagles. Thank you for watching and listening, and let's go, Birds.